Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Charmed. This is season three, episode 16, What to Expect When You're Expecting the Apocalypse. This episode was written by Joey Falco and Carrie Williams, directed by Joseph E. Gallagher. I unfortunately did not love this episode. (laughs) I gave it a 7.6 out of 10. Now, I was watching this amid a power outage, so maybe that is skewed some of my viewing pleasure but for the most part i found a lot of the acting rather stilted and (laughs) while everyone else was trying to figure out who did it or who is it i was like um it's totally jordan (laughs) i know in this case it's not supposed to be the most obvious choice but by you know two-thirds of this episode i'm looking at the sisters like especially maggie i gave macy a lot more credit because she did what she was supposed to do he passed the test nothing to be suspicious about that however maggie had all of the cards in her hand and she was just staring at him like i don't understand and i was like girl you're so dumb you are really dumb for real We get our long-awaited introduction to Waverly, which I thought was going to come next season. And I will say it leaves much to be desired. We open with this blonde woman who is spooked in the parking lot. But when she gets in the car, she is greeted by Abby, who decides to stalk her instead of... uh, Well, she did try to call her. She didn't answer her call. So she was like, well, then I'm just going to show up. That's fair enough. She needs her assistance getting the dagger of clarity from their mother so that she can strip her demon powers or the demon powers that belong to Macy and give them back to her. Mel is trying to build a crib and I'm like, nah, assembly will be included. That is what you pay for, ma'am. Nobody, especially if it's a really nice crib too unless it's the daddy putting that shit together (laughs) i guess it could be the mommy but i don't know why we would put that as a single mother on ourselves i'd be like yeah no 89.95 for assembly yes please while maggie and macy are heading to safe space to follow up on the whispering evil which they have days to identify jordan is back he comes knocking at the door and just in time to stop the apocalypse as he looks at Mel's belly like what the for cannons can I say I will never and I know it just it's TV but why do people not ask who is it that's so realistic nobody just knocks on the door and you feel like I'm gonna go open it like who is that who is it do I want to open it <laughs> you don't have a peephole fine then that's why you use the words otherwise you use the people they get to safe space and all the lights are off because the company stopped paying the utilities oh my god the cable turned off swan being like macy fix this i'm like um does she she can't without any bill money she don't got no bill money she a rich did jordan or what is his name (laughs) forgot his name already (laughs) the ex 
that really wasn't whatever her booty call when he gave her safe space did he give her a allowance i do not think he did so what's she supposed to do about these bills jordan offers to do something legal (laughs) this whole board thing felt rather out of left field and seemingly for no reason the last i checked they were on board with the clinic the free legal clinic so i'm not sure what did they think they were so she was so stupid that she was black and wasn't gonna get an attorney and and why would you turn off the bill why would you turn off the utilities i'm pretty sure that's not even legal especially when you apparently still have employees that work there must get a paycheck from somewhere so now it's just macy and maggie they would love harry's help but he has been avoiding macy and unable to sleep thus no use at the moment with his continued transformation harry is having a memory of a little girl with a nosebleed i'm not sure but he wakes up looking all haggard abby brings waverly back to her place where she asks her to help strip said powers so she can return them she knows that waverly can help because she gave her the totem and the dagger comes with the totem Uh, waverly for her part is very antagonistic still angry about that fire that caused her some damaged tissue and refuses to help stating a demon has been following her all week abby says i don't know what you're talking about i did not send a demon after you however in my line of work who is something that could happen i'm glad that it's something that can happen because i feel as if you would be demoted a long time ago and you barely got your toe in there to begin with she then locates the demon tracker in her sister's purse and i'm like wait really did you not look in your purse all week because that thing is big as shit and then the demon crashes through the window i'm like ain't that like a second story window would you fly up there motherfucker maggie recalls the faded page is from a book that she had been looking at when they are studying the board the whispering evil isn't a disease but an african monster that escaped from the tomb and has found itself a host to spread its infection macy then gives maggie a cocktail somehow derived from fetal cells to rid them of the allergy though it can take a while she could at least let maggie try it she had to be like wait wait no (laughs) i don't want to know what those or how she obtained those fetal cells or what that cocktail was made of but i am interested to know who thought of an african monster for an african-american male (laughs) i kind of love it though i'm not i'm not jonesing on that i just thought it was funny especially when you give them the uh like the what's his name todd something i don't know the the candy man voice (laughs) they hear a scream and unlike what most people would do when they hear screaming they go and investigate everyone is unconscious besides jordan who comes up with like oh my head confirms that the whispering evil is here and i'm like it's him no this made all 
the sense he all of a sudden came out of the tomb and then all of a sudden needed a vacation y'all gotta check y'all's dates and correlate events i know it's been a few weeks maggie interrogates jordan about if he saw anything and he recalls antonio was trying to break in i feel like someone is very dedicated to antonio as a plot point for a person but that's where he sends maggie off to we see her at campus having texted him to come in and work on some files for dr lawrence and she's bringing them over coffee and having him drink it in every with no subtlety just everything to indicate you have spiked my drink not even the appearance of small talk not even just you know some time to settle in he said he had things going on in his life and your rude ass didn't even inquire like oh what's happening in your day if i was antonio i would be even more suspicious because the last time i was even in your aura your ass was coming down the steps like it was 10 things i hate about you (laughs) and i was feeling a little hallucinogenic after the whole entire thing so yeah i also might be having a chat with local law enforcement or at the very least campus security meanwhile mel who i've gotta say it guys her acting has felt flat all season and in this episode it was just on the atrocious level she sees a fly freeze mid-air so she has her time freezing abilities i didn't know what that meant at first until later on in the episode before Tweedledee and Tweedledum show up to request sanctuary, Abby is flabbergasted at her pregnancy. Excuse me? What the eh? I don't know why when she went to answer the door, it became a horror movie. That was just so extra for no reason. Jordan just knocked on the door 30 minutes ago. At least Macy that's why she my girl is intending to test jordan by slipping him some serum because maggie saw harry come in and she was like "Ooh, suspicious harry but she didn't say anything about her man they always try to get macy to do the damn thing get your man for the past three weeks they've been pointing at her direction <laughs> like you gotta get that under control um she slips him the serum in his uh coffee cup why would he swish it around like it's mouthwash i don't know unless you're a really bad villain and you're like yeah this shit ain't gonna do nothing to me i know what you did she asked jordan if he is the whispering evil after she asked what happened to his finger that's all bloody he denies it like what you mean and i knew that that was all because the real jordan would be like you know that's a fair question he really would have uh but i did wonder would any of them reveal themselves are you the whispering evil why yes yes i am macy had found a claw or a fingernail i don't even know what the fuck that is and jordan's finger is not it so someone else in the building must be possessed but they didn't put that together they were however looking at the footage to show harry using a crowbar to do stuff and things 
but this is also the point in which jordan lied because he said antonio was the one breaking in not harry macy don't mince words when she sees harry he coming out the room like i haven't slept in days (laughs) and she's like are you the whispering evil um what why would you break in here with a crowbar you ain't talked to me in days you've been avoiding me i've been waiting for a reason to have an argument so are you the whispering evil um you might want to sit down i will not okay let's get it i know he was tired but why did he have to look like he had been on a bender <laughs> left in charge to watch unconscious folks your role has been mightily reduced my sir maggie instead of realizing jordan lied we'll go back to that conversation in a moment because <laughs> i guess um there was a scene in between there where yeah she decides to give antonio more truth serum because he spouts their chemistry is undeniable and he was there at the cafe or at safe space not looking to break in anywhere because why would i but looking for her because he can't stop crushing however he saw jordan who said how would you like to die today motherfucker no. sidebar maggie jordan is human i would have had my hands all over him and then you would have got that vision so if you wouldn't have had that awkward moment of being like hey and gave him a hug then you would have known that he was the whispering fucking evil because that's what you do when you ain't seen someone you really close to in a few weeks instead of standing there looking at them and being like oh so i guess you can come with us and we'll catch you up okay you gotta work on your game girl that's all i'm saying you gotta work on your game then it would help your other game your witch game back to harry he has been having memories of my bad boy jimmy and it is right before he died a player to the end he's like he was flirting with some chick (laughs) say that's my boo he doesn't want to see how james died he doesn't know how james died and was breaking in for a dreamless sleep potion that he for some reason couldn't have asked or bought during regular business hours but i forgot he's an orber or an orb baby so his orbing is finally dissipating as he explains to Macy, even so, you know, if you don't want to become the person that you were before, how about you not start with with crimes? <laughs> I can't get that, so I'm gonna take a crowbar. <laughs> That's just hilarious. <laughs> like that shit ain't somewhere down there in the lab, or you can't go talk to Mel who ain't got shit to do um we go to where antonio is who is uh overdosed on true serum because maggie didn't like what he was saying (laughs) so that's why she overdosed him she had to move him to the auditorium because he was trying to sing her love grams and he had dreams about jordan being picked over him which makes him even more weird and slightly obsessive the root 
that he is given is going to cure his overdose and will also give him a hangover and he won't remember any of this so it'll be two times i was hanging out with maggie vera and i don't recall a damn thing um she says she doesn't want someone who has a little bit of chemistry with her and i'm trying to figure out what chemistry she talking about because i saw none she wants someone that makes her feel safe which is jordan he's like you need to have a conversation with him that scene though was not worse than the one we got next with mel abby and waverly and the shenanigans at the vera household how dare they even come in with that bullshit and i will say it mostly was waverly she's like i don't care about you i shouldn't trust you this that and the other thing like you knew from the moment she said she didn't send it that she probably didn't send it you knew deep down in your gut what was going on and you decided to just shit on your sister who all she did was bring you somewhere that you could be safe with a charmed one and then talks about how their mother was terrible but still thinks that abby simply is the bad apple from that tree mel is like you guys are sisters like that's supposed to somehow not mean you don't fight or hate each other you know what this is mel then walks off with abby and tells another grown woman to go to her room she's like i don't have time to be a mother oh everything about this was just not great mel then talks about how she can't handle them and being a mom and the fake crying (laughs) i'm sorry i was pregnant i did not have random bouts of sobbing i'm not saying it cannot happen i'm not but it it also is like yeah i since you're a strong woman it's funnier if i don't know they were going for it but it could have been done much better it wasn't sold as well so it just ended up being mel with her lips poked out being like ah. abby really said our child waverly too was like is this your girlfriend she's like i would never be her girlfriend i just keep doing all the things that would be shipper uh catnip for anyone who wants abby or mel together why isn't ruby there with her why is she never around for more than a hot second i will say that much do you want her to be it or not the show doesn't know and i think that's where the issue is now i know that the fans have their preferences sure but i i really think that the show just doesn't know i don't think they were ever too invested in one I really and this is just me spitting i could be completely wrong this has nothing to do with my personal preference but it feels like behind the scenes ruby was supposed to be there for a time uh as one of those um what do you call it passing relationships like like the one was for macy um they were trying to make a pastor one for maggie at one point whatever the case may be they do this in in all cw shows you know you have the one that's not really the one it's not supposed to be the one you're really going for but you're supposed to be the placeholder so people got really invested in the placeholder relationship and then that 
cause some confusion because there's a lot of um <laughs> racial commentary going on that's being tagged to the writers so then now they're they kind of feel as if they're stuck with why well, i can't shit on this relationship and moving from that thus those fans are going to think we're after that and i, I don't know this is why i i kind of like mm, you gotta sometimes when you're rather that that doesn't you lose people or not you gotta stick to what you're doing otherwise everything else just gets sloppy and it feels sloppily handled on all fronts <laughs> i mean all fronts whether you're a ruby and male shipper or a or or even just like abby and, and mel together you're that type of shipper and at this point nothing is looking wholesome like <laughs> ruby tells maggie or mel i keep wanting to say maggie mel i'm in love and she just smiles at her <laughs> it's funny every time and then you have these moments where she's breaking down and instead of calling the love of her life being like i'm having a moment you said you're gonna be here with me here's uh granted abby just happened to be there at that moment and she stressed her in that but it's like you're not gonna have your cake and eat it too so your show you're gonna have to decide i personally i like mel and abby together i don't see the chemistry with ruby and mel i'm gonna keep saying maggie fuck that's what happens when y'all give all these m names like the m ms but mel and and abby i felt that they had a lot more chemistry a lot they're easier back and forth because they're little chihuahuas (laughs) that's the best way i can explain my feelings about them whereas ruby just feels rather bland and once again i'm talking about the characters and the characterizations i don't go anything past that so basically what i'm seeing on the screen is what i'm basing my preferences are there's more to an abby and male story than there is to a ruby and male story and at this point three seasons in you need something that's gonna be properly solidified within the the world that you're building and not just what's gonna make people happier that's my two cents waverly reactivates the demon tracker because you are a bitch the demon shows up and when mel said we needed to put a protector and spell around this house i'm like how is it not always surrounded in a protector and spell ain't this supposed to be like uh what the fuck like the harry potter castle <laughs> especially from demons like they should not be able to break in and you don't have anything that's an automatic fail safe macy and jordan team back up now that she has come to peace with her man and plan to lock the place down to stop the infection from spreading but is attacked by a clown and they run it like macy don't got magic that she eventually does use to knock said clown unconscious being like why did i let the wee people say they could bring in a clown and i'm like i'm knitting. did the wee people really recommend that because i fear that they would not or i feel <laughs> that clowns would not be on the radar like i don't want anything fucking creepy and 
<laughs> and you paranoid as, as hell anyway? Not since it. Not since it. When he tries to get up, she pops him again. Not today, Satan. Not today. Swan and crew are now hijacked as well and knock out Harry at Casa Lavera. And I'm thinking, Jordy, you were supposed to be watching him. At Casa Lavera, the demon is after Waverly and admits it so. And he says it's her mother was the one that hired her or him to kidnap her. When he threw that knife at Mel, she freezes time. I'm not sure if she's protecting the baby, if the baby's going to be a time uh, magic person. <laughs> Words are not <laughs> my strong suit right now. Um, I was more pissed off at this whole entire scene. Because Waverly in the cut hiding, talking about, um, yeah, as a mother, I would have not let anything happen to your baby. Listen, 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 listen. Fuck up, fuck up, fuck up, fuck up. Get out! Get out! I'm sorry, I didn't see you step forth at all to protect my baby when a knife was thrown at it. So what the fuck are you talking about? The point of her not revealing anything to a charmed one is ridiculous. That's your overlord, bitch. The demon was sent because they needed to kidnap her, kidnap her child she suspected it something about her granddaughter some malarkey about the fountain of youth i don't know it felt very convoluted and unnecessary it does not excuse your actions or me being mad at you for bringing danger into my home and there is a pregnant woman here how dare you they really built that crib though like i would ever <laughs> Macy is trying to get through to Swan. Oh, there's another conversation about how she'd be a good mom. It's not mom, it's mom. <laughs> oh, it was adorable her saying it 20 times. Is it me or did uh, the actress get 10 times skinnier in what she was wearing? I was like, damn girl, did you lose like another 20 pounds or you just always been that skinny and I ain't noticed because today you dressed like Catwoman. I don't know not saying i was hating on it i'm just saying i pay attention macy is trying to get through the swan like i'm really that invested in this character that she be saved from being murdered i, I don't know what, what was you trying to save her from uh until harry gives her the sleeping jaw he no longer needs because after his dirt nap uh a small dirt nap he realizes he died being a decent human being because that was always an option oh my god like i was flirting with a woman i just don't know how he equates being a cheat a liar and uh unfaithful as the equivalent of evil like dude <laughs> you're clinton that you were a clinton that's it's fine it's you can still get shit done and i don't know why you just thought what did you think you slit someone's throat at the end <laughs> it was so relieved he saved a child of course he would save a child <laughs> i never believed that of jimmy in the first place what are you talking about oh it's trying to massacre my jimmy after he gone maggie shows up and despite the obvious lie jordan has told her just wants to confess her feelings until she touches him and realizes he's the whispering evil 
Harry and Macy join for the reveal. And I will say Evil Jordan with the voice do-over was doing the damn thing, being creepy. And escaped the Tomb of Chaos. The Parasite escaped the Tomb of Chaos by using Jordan as a host. This seemed very rational. So now the Perfecti are needed, seeing as their magic doesn't work on them. Uh, I'm glad this all nicely rounded back to most of the theme of the season. They're being chased, so I have a feeling that uh, more things will happen in the next episode. <laughs> Apparently there's a break. There's like a two-week break. Like, what the fuck? It's the last two episodes. Why is there a two-week break? Does it make any sense? Um, kind of like most of this episode. While I'm glad that the the Whispering Evil and the Perfect Eye and Tomb of Chaos is still prevalent and all that and i like the way that the, you know the whispering evil looks the construct of this episode was just a hot ass mess there's no other way around it we do have feedback so maybe their uh, criticisms won't be as harsh as mine first up we're gonna hear from trevor with his first uh audio so let's jump into the mailbag Hi, Christina. I hope you're doing well. Um, I am actually switching it up and I'm sending a audio message instead of a written email. Um, I'm hoping this is easier and just want to try it out. One, I really, really enjoyed this episode of Charm. I thought um, the opening was really good where we finally get to see Abigail's half-sister. Um... And then it was a kind of a, a good twist because at first I thought, oh, this is probably the Whispering Evil and them introducing it and his first victim. But surprise, surprise, it's actually Abigail's sister. So I really like that. And then I love how we go to the next scene of like Mel just <laughs> trying to put together the baby carriage um, for the baby and just kind of like jumping into that that new role of becoming a mom so i really really like that um can i just say when jordan came i was kind of a little surprised and like you're back this soon and this is what you you come back to like you don't like go i don't know to your place first or whatever so i thought it was a little interesting that he came by to see the sisters first and then the sisters brings him along to a safe space to kind of like you know tell all their business um i will say like with jordan i'm just gonna jump ahead and just say i knew he was gonna be like something was off with him and i and i had a feeling that he was connected to the the whispering evil so i was glad to see that was right but i also really sad because Jordan is one of my favorite favorite characters on this show and I don't want him to like he, he's gone through so much he was in the tomb of chaos um turns out that you know he got possessed while he was in there we just didn't know at least that's what I took away from this episode 
um, you know, Maggie's broken his heart, he was cursed, he's just gone through so much, and I just want them to give him a break, or at least promote him to a white lighter, since he's always there helping the sisters, because Lord knows Harry's already given up on that, so, I mean, not giving up on helping the sisters, but just giving up on being their white lighters, so I'm really hoping that they're able to save him, and you know, make him into a white lighter, but a proper way of doing it so he doesn't have to go through the same thing Harry went through when he became a white lighter. Um, I want to give kind of uh, the witch of the week to Macy for, you know, when she was talking to Jordan, instinctively thinking something like just covering her bases with the truth serum and like sneaking it in, even though it didn't work on him. I'm still proud of her for doing that. And I'm also proud of her for, like, knocking the crap out of that clown twice, especially, you know, when she thought he was down and he tried getting back up. And then she was like, not today. I was like, Macy, this is why you are like my favorite sister, because you'd be thinking ahead. You'd be thinking two steps ahead of people and like trying to make sure things are are covered before calming down or whatever um in terms of maggie she's the youngest i'm i'm the youngest out of my siblings she's the youngest so i get it sometimes um we're hard-headed in the sense of like what we really want and i feel like in this scene and maybe it's just me but i feel like maddie or not maddie but uh yeah maggie was just you know, I, I think she really does like Jordan, but this other guy, I do think that she has like chemistry with and just being around him and him like spilling his guts with the true serum serum. I just think that she's kind of a little conflicted and I, I think her permission of when she saw him like half naked in her room, I think that's going to come true. Um, in terms of Mel having to you know, play the the middle person between Abby and her sister. I really, really like that. I like the, I kind of, I really like the chemistry with Abigail and, and Mel a lot more than Mel and Ruby. Like when Abigail was saying, you know, insinuating that that's her baby as well inside. I was thinking, yes, one, the writers are confirming that for me at least this is like true true confirmation that abby has feelings for for mel and two even if the actress is leaving the show i secretly hope that that is still her baby like i hope in a magical way mel and abby had a baby together um and i hope that's revealed in the next two episodes um i also i also am glad kind of going back to the sister that we got to see her sister and i was a little surprised that the demon that was after her sister was sent by their mother and that abigail's sister has a baby and i guess the mother is like trying to steal some youth or magic or whatever so i actually really really like that surprise um as well understanding that now abigail and her sister are going to team up and hopefully take down um, their mother, which, uh, let me just say, when we learn in season two 
that Abigail's mother was with that demon. Uh, I was thinking she ain't a good witch. She ain't a good person. Because if she's sacking up with the demon, then she must be bad too. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, trying to think if there's anything else that I miss. Uh, I think that's everything. Um, I am glad to see Jordan's back, but you know, I just hope they don't kill him off. Like, I really don't want this to be his last season. Um, and then with, with Mel, Mel is just amazing. And I'm also forgot to say this. I am glad that, you know, she did get her time or she's getting her time powers back. Like, I'm glad the writers are bringing some stuff back from season one to the show. And I think that's great that both her demon, both her, her time powers and then Macy eventually getting her, her demon powers are going to be back pretty soon. So I, I am glad that we're getting some of this um, back in, in the charm show. Um, I think that is everything. I don't know if I'm missing anything like crucial um it's sad because you know harry i really didn't care about his background and just like seeing how he died um no disrespect but i just didn't care um and then with maggie like yeah i just i'm frustrated with her like I need her to get her love life together. Does she want to be with Jordan or does she want to be with this other guy? And whoever she wants to be with, just just go for it. Um, But but make the right decision. But don't kind of flip-flop. I'm just really, to be honest, I'm just really here for for Macy and Mel and Abigail. Which, even if Abigail does leave again, still Mel. Sorry if none of this makes sense. Uh, This is super late. I'm still (laughs) working, unfortunately. But thank you again. And uh, I'm sorry if this is a spoiler. But um, I'm a little annoyed, just to vent one more time, that Charm is not coming back for another three weeks until July 16th. So if you didn't know, know that they're going on another three-week hiatus. Thank you, CW, for always pushing things out, even though there's only two more episodes. Um, But anyway, thank you again. I hope you enjoy your weekend and enjoy 4th of July as well, since, you know, Charm's not going to be back next week. But thanks again. Bye. That was Trevor with his thoughts on the episode. Everyone fell in love with your voice there. So congratulations. (laughs) You now have fans. I'm number one. Um... Yeah, your feedback made perfect sense. You enjoyed the episode a lot more than I did. That's fair. Uh, like I said, I, I, I was also <laughs> very much sweating and irritated. So that may have been taken out on the episode in some capacity. Though I stand by what I said. I regret nothing. <laughs> I love Jordan too. He really has been uh, high up there with Macy, Maggie or not Maggie, Macy, Mel, Harry. Yeah, Harry hasn't been doing much lately. I will give you that. (laughs) He really has not. They need to find that man something to do. He should be a professor. I don't know why they would have a campus and make Mel a professor, but not Harry. And that's how we had him introduced. I, yeah, they really fucked that up backwards, but I don't want Jordan to die. 
I will riot if Jordan dies. Um, I think that he is a huge support for the sisters, but you're right. He's kind of been used as a punching bag by the writers. We even saw his greatest hits during the trial. Can we not? Like that was the biggest disappointment of him being the risk being evil was that it had to be Jordan. Like it couldn't be anyone else. But then again, who is it gonna be? <laughs> it doesn't make much sense for anyone else. But yeah, after everything, he really deserves to snuggle up to some Maggie booty after this. <laughs> She's made it clear. I did think in this episode, she made it clear she wants Jordan, not Antonio. I don't know why they, to me, it never played as if there was anything between her and Antonio other than her own being like, well, maybe that was something. Maybe I'm supposed to act on this. I feel like she got caught up in her own brain instead of looking with her heart at the man that's giving her heart eyes, which would make the most sense. Um, but Antonio and Maggie. He literally said, I saw my parents having sex when I was a child and maybe that's why I'm so into Freud. No! (laughs) She is not allowed anywhere near my Maggie's. Yeah, she got a lot to learn, but she ain't got to learn that hard lesson. Uh, Her, her, um, (laughs) Parker taught her so much. (laughs) Um, yes, I am happy that Macy was ready and she probably was like maggie you come for my man's i'm gonna come for yours but i was very proud because it wasn't discussed and then just seeing her do it made me feel like yeah that's why she's my favorite sister (laughs) i hope it's abby's baby too if i'm being frank i know it's a lot of my mutuals that probably are like no but i can't help what i like and then maybe Parker can come back and be an uncle and then the real love triangle can pop off. See, that's what I... If you're going to make a triangle, make it at least one that's interesting. If we have to have them, I don't think we need them. But if you're going to throw that drama in there, especially with the youngest one, yeah, that's the one you toss that type of drama to. <laughs> and it's a lot more digestible because you're young, dumb, and full of... Yeah, uh, I'm sure you can finish that for those my dad's the one that told me that (laughs) one of those weird conversations that we have occasionally i'm not sure what's up with the mom at all because how you hate demons by hiring one what the fuck what the fuck is that she doesn't make any sense but yeah i thought it was two weeks it's three weeks yeah there should be a petition that's not even cw that is what y'all doing like at that point because i actually saw that charmed is coming on netflix this month in july <laughs> it's gonna be the last week of july charm drops on netflix kind of disrespect uh that doesn't help for your numbers either charm just so you know but great feedback as always we do have one more mimi back in the house let's hear what she has to say regarding this episode what up christina it's mimi um this is my feedback for charmed um i hate that i haven't sent in any in so long i've been watching 
Um, but for whatever reason, I was just been too lazy. One of the episodes, I just, it, it was not a good one for me. I didn't like it. And I just rather not have been, just been there ranting and raving and talking shit. So I just didn't send anything. But this episode and the one before that, I, I've enjoyed. So th- I really don't have an excuse. Um, I'm sorry if you hear like some noise in the background. I'm in the car. Um, I am driving and you hear the air condition. Normally, since I've been in Washington, it's been in the 60s and cloudy and rainy. And I was told when I got here, you know, most places don't have air conditioning because it, it rarely gets above 80. Um, and it's usually like a, a nice, they say like a wind, like a shade. So even their 80 degrees isn't like a Midwest 80s. But tell me why today it is 108 degrees. I don't know if I bought this psychotic Illinois weather to Washington or if it's maybe just global warming, which we all know is probably what the case is. But it's hot as hell. I'm fortunate enough to have an apartment with air conditioning and she's been blasting that stuff since I first came in April. And let me tell you that it has been freezing. Like I get home from work and my apartment is in, is 62 degrees. Like I've been freezing. Like I literally had to buy an electric blanket. So it's just, it's crazy to me that it's this hot <laughs> and my apartment is still cold. I'm not gonna complain though, cause the alternative sounds terrible. I, like I said, I got an electric blanket and I've been, I've been sleeping great underneath it. But, um, so that's my long way of saying sorry, but you're going to hear the air conditioning. I wanted to send this out because I knew if I waited until I got to my apartment, I would forget. But I literally just watched the episode. Um, so I'm just going to go character by character. Um, I knew immediately when Jordan <laughs> was the only one not still unconscious that he was the, what, what do they call it, the whispering evil. I hope we get his real name or whatever that God or creature's name is because I'm very curious to know. I knew it was him and they were like, well, we got to use truth serum. I was like, y'all ain't got nothing better to do than truth serum. Like, first of all, what if potions don't work on him? It turned out just powers didn't work. But I was like, that, that don't seem like the best way to find out if somebody is the whispering evil. I just felt like you just couldn't trust anybody and I wouldn't have if you were in safe space when this happened you a suspect and I don't trust you I would have been like Jordan boo you know you my homie and all but you have to be locked in this cage and then when he didn't get locked in the cage you would have known now I know that they're like really super excited about getting rid of this allergy but they took that potion without hesitation and didn't even know if it worked. So I was thinking that that potion that they took was gonna somehow be the reason that they couldn't, their powers didn't work or, you know, the lie, the lie serum wasn't working or I guess it's called the truth serum wasn't working. But that actually ended up working and they didn't have the allergy. And that was how Maggie was able to decipher that it was actually Jordan. Now, what I will say was a super bomb-ass twist of, of the plot was how we found out that Jordan had been this had been possessed since he got out. 
So this is really just like, so like the whole time when the um, perfect I was saying there's an evil, greater evil coming, they, they knew, they had to have known it was Jordan and that it was their fault. So now I'm very curious because the only, the only thing that they can do, the charm ones can do is bring those fuckheads back. I know you like the black dude, but both those assholes got on my nerves. I just, I don't know. It's just something about their name being called Perfect Die irritated the hell out of me and I never got over it. I know I didn't trust them anyway, but I have a hard time trusting anyone um, whenever the charm ones are involved because they always seem to be around people that want to kill them. So I just knew it wasn't going to go as, as planned. But I just... I knew it was Jordan. And even when the truth serum worked, then I was like, his middle name ain't no Horatio. Y'all learn. That was my my clue that that truth serum didn't work because I refused to believe that his black mama named him Horatio. His first name's Jordan. I don't believe it. You, I'm, I don't care if they wrote it in there. Them, that, that was a lie. I don't believe it. Maybe the real... Um, whatever the god's name is the evil kind of evil is Horatio and that reminds me and this has nothing to do with Jordan but just in general like and this is like how I felt I can't remember what show we're watching where oh Loki with the timekeepers like I one of the reasons I didn't like the perfect time was because like who are you to decide what what is good and what's evil when they locked Jordan up because he helped Abigail I was like okay so these motherfuckers clearly don't understand the concept so then it made me think you know maybe some of the things they locked up in there weren't evil maybe they were just more powerful than them and they didn't like it and being locked away for 20,000 years would make anybody evil look what happens to people who are secluded in jail they they lose they lose their shit like being isolated and then like this um what is it tomb of chaos is designed to you know break you basically so these creatures have been in there so long who knows how they act we don't know how they were before they were put in there and you can't trust that the perfecti actually knew that they were like because you you assume or you make you know calculations that I'm a great evil what makes me evil because I had power because he said the concept of good and evil is beyond him or good or bad you know so to me maybe he's like this now because of what happened to him I don't know and I feel like maybe that has something to do with how we're gonna get rid of this kind of evil I don't know if I'm right but I'm just saying like this has all been going through my mind since I've been watching Loki like these two shows I know they're not the same but the timekeepers and perfect die to me resemble one another and I hate them all I hate them all okay so that's um that's enough of that the other thing I want to talk about is like I don't know <laughs> if I'm gonna get dragged because I know how I felt about the whole entire concept of Mel and Abby being like a ship. I was disgusted. But this is the first interaction I can remember where Mel and Abby were alone when the other sisters wasn't there. And I gotta tell you, I felt something when Abby sat down next to, to Mel 
and was comforting her, letting her know how good of a mom she's gonna be. It's like you, you're fighting to protect everybody, even your child. Like that, that in itself shows that you're a good mom. Like that shit was like that was a really sweet thing for her to say, and I felt more chemistry in that little dialogue between them that I felt the entire time every interaction that Ruby and Mel has had even last episode and I and I finally felt something for them I was like okay maybe the the writers are finally getting it that you know Ruby needs to be around her even if they can't touch because you're around your sisters all the time but now I feel like I, I and I maybe they're doing this on purpose <laughs> maybe this is entirely true i mean for all we know now that ruby is actually engulfed in this magic world maybe she will die and you know how abby is she'll ease on in there and get in where she fit in and i'm not mad at it because it seems like abby honestly has feelings for um male and i i don't know where it came from like that's one of the things that kind of irritated me about their relationship is that I felt like it like legit just came out of nowhere like you're saying that you love her but why and how like what what happened to make you feel this way like y'all never even had any kind of sexual energy going back and forth or even like any kind of like sweet energy she put you in your place and y'all had interactions but I just I felt like them like when when she was on trial and she was had that truth serum and she just randomly admitted that she was in love with Mel, I just felt like that shit came out of the left field and it was stupid and I didn't understand how it happened. But if we'd have had more interactions like what happened on the couch, I I would be a hundred percent with that group. Like oh my god, it's finally happening. But before this episode, I honestly didn't feel anything. I just it it felt like they were doing it just to cause drama between Ruby and Abby or Ruby and Mel because I just assumed that Ruby wasn't ever going to use her powers but now she's decided that she wants to be with Mel and she wants to help her so that isn't an obstacle so now it's just a love triangle but and I don't know I've seen people on on Twitter I've, I've seen the comments and a lot of people are pissed off and they have every right to be, but I just don't feel anything for Abby and Mel. I did when they were first introduced to one another when she was coming to the bar all the time, but since they actually got in a relationship, I have felt nothing. And even the last episode, every time Ruby was like, I love you, I don't remember Mel saying it back. Maybe she did at some point, but I know for a fact, I rewound three times when they were in the kitchen and she was like I you know I love you and I'm gonna help you or something like that and Mel like did this like weird half smile and never said anything and it like I don't know if that's intentional because Mel knows that I think she knows that Ruby's dead in the future and I feel like that's why she came off kind of standoffish but maybe before um before since you know Ruby wasn't doing magic maybe she didn't know that you know they were even going to still be together but now she realizes maybe that's going to be a part of it I'm not sure but I really think Mel knows who the baby mama is the future baby mama and it makes sense that it was like if it's a magical baby and Abby's half demon half witch 
maybe maybe that in itself had some kind of loophole where they were able to create a baby and Mel held it I don't know I'm very curious how they're gonna handle that so so I do want to I do want to uh, continue with this storyline and I do hope we get to see the baby a little bit in the present I doubt it because of COVID but at least like to see a baby it'd be cute um and they better tell us who the baby mama is because I want to know all the baby mamas um and then uh lastly was Harry um and and um Macy um his dreaming was kind of weird um because <laughs> the, the the James that we knew like well at least the one we've always been introduced not only was he a womanizer like he seemed like he was a schemer and stuff and you know I'm going by the lore of charm from the first um the first kind of group that they had because I was a super charm fan back then because I love witches uh and demons and stuff like that and and for them a white lighter was a human that lived an extraordinary life so they extended it but it sounded like Jimmy was pretty shitty of a human so I honestly never understood why they chose him to be a white lighter yes he saved that um girl and that's how he ended up dying so but because they had maybe because he was like not a good person and the way they make white lighters you know they 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 took out all the evil he had good in him and they knew that because of the way he died maybe that's the difference between this kind of lore of charmed and the the past you know the 90s version not really sure but i um i am interested i hope we get more of that because i'm mad he was sitting there flirting with a married woman when her daughter was right there and she was so not disinterested is all i'm gonna say like little i'm a married woman why you say it so seductively though because <laughs> you you want a piece of james is what i'm saying so i'm glad that her daughter didn't die while she was out being raggedy but um that's interesting i don't know if that's just like a one-off so that we could have another macy uh harry moment or if this is something they're gonna explore like now since he's human he's getting his old human memories back that'll be interesting to see because um we know his son died so he probably doesn't have and i mean he has the what is that his grandson great grand no it's i i don't know the one little boy that's in his heritage i don't we know that's his family and then he has his granddaughter but um we don't really know much about his life so it'll be interesting to see so i'm gonna stop talking now because i i know i've missed several episodes but i'm not gonna sit here and talk for 44 minutes and uh get you to drag me on twitter so i'm gonna end it here but hopefully you have not posted anything yet i don't think you have i didn't see anything but i'm gonna send this off anyway so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was mimi with her thoughts feelings excitement she liked this episode as well so see Maybe, maybe my issues was just my issues. Um, I don't even know what this said. <laughs> I wrote down a note. I was like, what does that say? I don't know. Oh, Mo got evil swag. He does. That's why I like him. Because he has evil swag. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, they're so gonna be necessary to bring back out of that tomb because they is not gonna handle this new problem. It's out there in the world infecting who 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 knows. He been gone for two whole damn weeks. He could have affected half of wherever the fuck he was at. They all talking about oh, if we only contain these people in here. <laughs> um, and girl, it was like eighty five degrees today, so I was dying. I was in the car like fuck it I don't care if I run out of all this gas putting this air on me ugh when are you coming back to Illinois by the way and yeah what the hell is Horatio I believe it was the first black Boston cop's name maybe maybe little look at it I was going straight Stewie had to stop myself okay um it would be sweet and I forgot to mention this sorry you're gonna get it in this feedback but in Trevor's I do need uh for for homeboy to become a white lighter like Jordan needs to be protected in the future at all costs and the way he can do that is by healing himself so I need him to be (laughs) or give him some powers or something a magical ring i don't know but he is vulnerable and i need y'all to protect him i will say i really liked your your prediction though because it would make a lot of sense and be rather relevant that they would lock up this ancient african deity or power whatever it is creature because they didn't understand because we already know the perfectized logic is fucked up but you gotta kind of blame the charmed ones in the past too because they were like yeah do your thing Wody," and didn't seem to care but then again maybe they did and the perfecti killed them well someone had to lock the perfecti back up in there so someone had some sense but um yeah one may say the system failed as well <laughs> and it kind of goes back to the fact that it would be a you know this African power attach itself to a black man and if it was, as you stated, unfairly imprisoned for thousands upon centuries and years, yeah, I'm a little bitter. Being unfairly, unjustly locked up. And as a black or African descendant of anything, that's a familiar feeling. And I think that would be a really good now I'm not sure the writers are that smart, but I hope they are, because that would be that would make a lot of sense, and I would like it. You're telling me a story within a story, and I, and, I, and that would make it a lot more meatier, and a reason for Jordan to be the one, right? Why did it have to be Jordan? Um, you say it's a plot twist, the only human in there, girl. I saw that cover for about. I watched a bunch of TV though. So some things I'm like, oh man, that probably could have been. Most people probably were like, yeah, I didn't see that coming. And I'm all like, what? <laughs> it seemed pretty obvious. But again, I watch too much TV. I connect too many patterns. So it's just, it's there. And Abby didn't say she was in love with Mel. She said she cared about her a great deal and wanted to somehow one day maybe be someone she would be interested in back so it's not a love thing and we all know that abby is bold so she ain't gonna pretend like girl if you let me it's like damis like she's like a sister to me but i'll do her if she'll let me 
<laughs> She's like a friend to me, but I'll do her if she lets me. That's kind of how Abby is right now. And I think I've stated enough how I feel about Ruby and that. I even put that out in this episode, so I'm not going to rehash it. But you make all the valid points that I do. All of the valid points. And Harry also mentioned he needs something to do. He do got a grandchild, but he stole that grandchild's soul. (laughs) I'm still mad he wasn't following his actual son on Facebook to know he died before showing up at his house. Like, oh, what's happening? (laughs) He's dead? Wow. Uh, Yeah, he he needs something going on. That's going to be for season four. I, I could see, you know, the transition being the biggest thing him becoming human. Yeah, he, don't, you know, it feels like forever and a day ago, but, you know, he had the whole Jimmy thing. But now he does need to make the next logical step in his life. And if it's not going to be involving magic to the degree that he's doing right now, um, someone needs to take that place, Jordan, and he needs to find him a job. ah that is it for me this week if you want to send feedback or comment uh feedback in three weeks blackocouch at gmail.com you can comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic